Welcome to the ninth episode of the Highway Heaven podcast, hosted by Elaine Murphy and yours truly, yours and mine truly, Brian Crump. And today's episode topic is God Rejects Sin. And I'm telling you, it's a very interesting message that was taught by Deaconess Lily Wood this Sunday. And I'm telling you, stay with us, grab a cup of coffee, and we'll be right back after these messages. Are you looking for a church home? Are you looking to visit a place where you can experience a beautiful atmosphere? You're welcome to come join us at the Highway to Heaven services, which is one services on Sunday morning, starting promptly at 11 a.m. And if you're looking for the location, it is 3202 Potter Street in Rockford, Illinois, 61109. And if you need direction, just take 20th Street, whether you're going north or south, and turn on Sawyer. Sawyer will then take you right into the parking lot. We look forward to seeing you soon. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Thank you for returning with us. And if you're just now tuning in, once again, this is the Highway to Heaven podcast. And I'm Elaine Murphy, your co-host on this week's episode nine on the topic, God Rejects Sin. And before we start this discussion and recap on this topic for this week, I just want to clarify for those who are listening that might have just came to the Lord as a believer. First of all, I just wanted to say, God is absolutely a good God. He just does not reject um, his creations. We were all created by God. God created the earth as the Lord and everything in it belongs to him. So I don't wanna give the misperception, the wrong perception, about God for those who are just coming to the Lord. No, God does not hate you uh, uh, because you were once a sinner. In this particular um, particular week of episode nine, it talks about reasons why God um, rejects sin. He doesn't reject his creation. Um, if you go back to the book, uh, for those who are just new coming to the Lord, God loves you truly. And he takes you as you are. He's he's speaking on those that um, chose to live a life that is not what he had planned. Uh, anything that's not godly is obviously sinned. And we all have sinned and fallen short. But some people don't. Either they choose not to live right or they just don't understand what is right. So there are many reasons why there is sin. But however, God does not accept the sin part. He does love his creations. If you go back to Genesis 1, start at the first chapter in Genesis. And from there, from 2 to 1 through 7. So from chapter 1 to chapter 2, and then the verses 1 through 7, it talks about what God saw. God created it. 
God created light and saw that it was good. He separated the land and the sea and saw that it was good. Uh, he separated the, he created the produced vegetation and trees, fruit, and saw that it was good. Um, he separated the day from the night and saw that it was good. He even created man uh, from the dust and saw that it was good. But that is totally different from the sin that is caused by the actions of man and things that he created, which is what he was saying he rejects. So his rejection is not about a rejection directly at his creations or the things. It's just that he also gave uh, his creations choice. So God just don't don't accept the evil and the perversions and the madness and all the other negative things that are really anti of the character that he designed us to actually have when he saw that it was good at that time. But what we're going to really focus on, um, uh, first of all, let me just say this, that uh, my co-host and, and yours and mine's truly, Brian Crump, will be joining us uh, towards the, the end of this particular episode. And we're going to together recap on the message that was taught on God rejects or hates sin. And that's one thing for sure. Uh, it says it throughout the Bible, but we're going to focus on one particular because there's one particular story that I know of in a Bible where God actually did something behind he, he did a number of things to for those that 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 were full of evil and perversion but one particular one that stood out for me was the time of Noah and we're gonna get into that I'm gonna get into it a little bit um, and then Brian is going to come along and we're going to recap on the messages and the scriptures that were given at that time. Um, at this time, I will say that we are going to go to the book of Noah and the times of Noah. And we're going to start from the Genesis, the sixth chapter. And we're going to do this right after these, this break right here. We'll be right back. Are you looking for someone to promote your business? You do know that the best way is by word of mouth. You need to contact The B. Ryan Show. Not only is he the eclectic one, um, not only does he have excellent uh, variety of different types of topics that inspire all different types of people, but he is also good at advertisement. Get in contact with The B. Ryan Show at anchor.fm backslash lowercase brian hyphen crump you'll be glad you did have a good day and when you do let them know that elaine murphy of the bible table chat sent you have a good day thank you bye-bye Well, welcome back. And yes, we're going to jump right back into our topic of God rejects sin. And as I said before, God doesn't reject uh, what he created because he saw that it was good. It's just the actions 
or the actions, the activities that man begin to choose. And and like I said earlier, before the break, is that I'm going to focus on one specific story in the Bible. And I think I choose the story of Noah's Ark. Because back then, it actually described why God how God felt about his creations for the first time that I remember in any story uh, because of their sin um, because of their actions that God actually regretted it's the only story that I know of that he regretted his creations although it was he saw that it was good he also saw Um, that man was making very poor choices in those times so and we're gonna just jump right into the story and I'm gonna start in the uh, book of Genesis we're gonna start right about the sixth chapter and I'm gonna jump right into explaining and there's some interesting information that we're about to go into so I'm gonna go into the Word of God that's what we're gonna do we're gonna start at the sixth chapter I'm gonna read Genesis 6, starting from the first verse, and it says here, When human beings began to increase in numbers on the earth, the daughters were born to them. The sons of God saw that the daughters of humans were beautiful. Now that lets you show show us that there were actually uh, God beings um, that God created. There were sons of God saw that the daughters of humans were beautiful. So there were gods in those particular times that were alive and they married any of them that they choose. Then the Lord said, my spirit will not contend with humans forever for they are mortal. Their days will be 120 years. So I believe back then that's when God actually, because back then, if you've read stories before, people lived hundreds of years. And I think in this particular time, Noah was like probably about 450 years old um, when God started regretting that in seeing the sins of humans and starting to reject the, their sins and found it repulsive. And he said here, it went on down to the fourth verse. It said, the Nephilim were on the earth in those days. And also afterwards, when the son of God went into the daughters of humans and had children by them, they were heroes of old, men of renown. So let's back up. And and you may ask, what is a Nephilim? Nephiliums were a a certain kind of people, kind of like Philistines. They were a group of mysterious beings or people of large size, like giants. I'd say about maybe nine to ten feet or bigger. And very strong, who lived before and after the flood. Um, Once you do a little research and study on them. But they... They, it was because the interbreeding between the so-called God-men and the human uh, women that God had created. Um, but it says that the Nephilim were on the earth in those days and also afterwards when the Son of God went into the daughters of humans and had children by them, 
they were like i said they were mysterious beings they were very large they had six fingers and six toes so you imagine they had to have really they must have been really big to contain all those digits on their hands and their feet the lord saw how and this is the fifth verse the lord saw how great the wickedness of of the human race had become on the earth and that every inclination of the thoughts of human heart was only evil all the time so that's what bothered god it's not to to look at his creation is that their their heart um he's seen the way that they behave their actions the way that they talk um they were evil they just became very evil the lord regretted now like i said this is the the reason i chose this particular story this is the only story that i know of that god actually put in words that he regretted uh that he had made human beings on the earth and his heart was deeply troubled so the lord said i will wipe from the face of the earth the human race i have created and with them the animals birds the creatures that move along the ground and he says i regret that i have made them but noah found favor in the eyes of the lord okay and then it's going to go into the story of noah and we got to remember uh like i said the eyes of the lord we all probably heard this particular scripture the eyes of the lord are in every place so when god said he's seen the heart god just looked down and he just seen all he seen was evil and their heart were turning because of their their where they put their heart in their actions it was just constantly wicked so god decreased their days from living hundreds of years to 120 years of age and then it says at noah uh, this is the account of noah and his family noah was a righteous man he was probably amazingly out of all the people god had made on that planet noah was the only righteous man blameless among the people of his time and he walked faithfully with god noah had three sons and we've all probably heard the story of shem ham and and um jepheth now the earth was corrupt and we just read about that in god's sight and was full of violence god saw how corrupt the earth was and had become for and uh, how corrupt the earth had become for all the people on the earth had corrupted their ways so the way that they behave so god said to noah i am going to put an end to all the people from the earth for the earth is filled with violence because of them i am surely going to destroy both them and the earth so make yourself an ark so from there he just had noah gave noah measurements and wood and and believe it or not before the rain came before the ark came there had never rained so could you imagine even when noah warned people well how they just responded to him like rain what's that noah there's never been any, what is rain so they didn't really believe in or take heed to him but their hearts were corrupt anyway so they couldn't hear god's voice and they didn't really care to because that's how corrupt their hearts was but yet at the same time noah was just going he was a man that loved god he obviously kept 
good communication and prayed to God so that he could hear God. So that's a blessing. So he gave Noah all these instructions and sizes and woods and type of material and heights. And he even told them to get one of each sex of animals and creeping on the earth and, and roaming on the earth and bring them into uh the the and make room for them on this particular boat so he gave them specific measurements and noah followed each and every one of them each it told him to get every kind of creature now at that time um 120 years later noah must have been about i would say 600 years old uh, probably the the oldest human being at that time um at that time was Noah he was 600 when the flood came and then on the day that it happened nobody had ever seen rain but it rained and the heavens opened up and poured and it the well before it poured he allowed Noah to get on the animals didn't the lions and the tigers didn't scratch at them try to eat them they were actually prepared to do what God said too, and that's what happened. That at first you would fear an animal that that ferocious, but on that day it had to be the will of God because they all each one went onto the boat peacefully and walked next to each other like they knew it was coming. The Lord then said to Noah, "Go into the ark, you and your whole family, because I have found you righteous." in this generation so it is a blessing to be obedient because god does reject sin and we see what happened um in spite of because of noah's obedient he escaped but their their rest of the world is doomsday for them but god also said he'll never he'll never um he'll he never again will he destroy this earth with with flood again um, I think he said the next time he destroyed his earth, it will be with fire. So um, Noah followed directions of what God had asked him and he actually escaped. So my main point of this story is that in that particular time, when God said he rejects sins, that was the one where God actually, not only did he said he reject the sin, of men back then because of their evil and corrupt ways but he regretted that he created them so that's how that's how bad it must have been really bad for a god to look down there and shake his head and said shame oh my god what did i do um that's how bad they were so um when god actually says that he rejects he rejects sin uh, doesn't mean he he must understand he rejects the actions of man because he loved Noah because Noah did what was right in his sight. Remember the eyes of the Lord are in every place. So don't think for once um, when you get upset or get mad and you start acting this way or saying this this way that God does not hear you. The best thing you can ever do is repent and turn. So am I saying? But there is more to talk about when it comes to God rejects sin. So after this message, we'll be right back with the one and only B. Ryan from the B. Ryan Show. And mine and yours truly, Brian Crump.
when we return, me and him will recap and we'll bring out some of the teaching um, that the Lord used Deaconess Lily Woods to teach um, this this Sunday. And uh, we hope that you will enjoy it and uh, get yourself a cup of coffee if I didn't tell you to do that. Your favorite beverage, kick back, put your house shoes on, your socks on, whatever it is, kick them legs up and relax and listen. And we'll be right back with my other co-host, Brian Crump, after these messages. Highway to Heaven Full Gospel Outreach Ministries is the place to be. Visit us Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. And hey, you can even bring a friend. See you soon. God bless you. Have a good day. Well, welcome back to Highway to Heaven podcast. And you know, I have one of my favorite and only co-host here. Remember, it's Brian Crump. Yay. Yay. <laughs> How you doing, baby? A little tired, but I'm making it. How are you? I'm the same way. I'm a little bit tired, but hey, we're going to make it happen. And at least the sun came out now, almost at the end of the day. Yeah, I know. You know, so that's good. Well, are you ready to it? recap on this wonderful episode? Like, God rejects sin. What do you think of that, baby? What is your thoughts on God reject? I know it's a good thing, but um, the reason, if you heard the earlier part of the podcast, I wanted people to know that God is not a hater. Now, I didn't want people to get the new people that are in Christ. Uh, because you can misunderstand things as a younger person in Christ. So can you kind of give a little bit of, of an expound on that a little bit? Well, I really can't say that God will hate on something, but I will say that um, he has a temper. <laughs> I will say that. I mean, even if you look at what happened to Satan, right? Satan wanted to be served. And he was jealous because he wanted to be served and all the angels serve him. And God cast him out. Mm-hmm. You know, and that goes behind the Ten Commandments of God is a jealous God. You should have no other gods before him. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, even when you look inside the temple, when he destroyed the temple, too. Mm-hmm. Now people were worshiping false idols and things like that. So I'm not going to say that God hates. I'm going to say that he, um, he rejects like what the topic Sick. is. He rejects the sin behind it because mm-hmm. in his world, everything is perfect and is perfect. Mm-hmm. No, our bodies are made perfect, mm-hmm. but it's because of the food and different things that goes on within life that corrupts our bodies, you know, like with cancer and different types of blood cancers and, and things like that. But, you know, that's just because of the sin of man. But he also loves us enough know John 3.16 is the proof of that. Mm-hmm. If you don't know John 3.16, please look that one up. <laughs> and yeah, just like you were saying, baby, the 
And and the only reason I wanted you to kind of open up on that scripture is because you could have different listeners. I, I'm sure we we got listeners all around the world. So um, hello Germany. Yeah, hello Germany. <laughs> I think both of us got some German listeners that love us a lot. Um, but yeah, and you want to make sure for those new believers, uh, you could be it could be a sensitive moment when you're listening to the word, and it's easy to get thrown off. So my point, and he proved that a little bit, but my and also I think the only thing that God does reject and hate is sin because the sin of being evil. The sin of being corrupt is so anti of what God is about. Mm-hmm. Although the, the we we know God loves His people unconditionally, He just hates and rejects the sinful nature. And, so yes, and I I know what you're thinking, the audience. You're thinking if God hates sin so much, why does He allow things to happen in the world, right? And everybody wants to say, oh, God hates sin. God God don't love us. He let this happen to my baby. He let that happen to my son. He let that happen to my daughter. Well, you know, as the Bible says, okay, which is one of the scriptures we're going to get into a little bit later. The sun rises on the good and the wicked. Mm-hmm. And those who stay within his will, his perfect will, are those that's going to be blessed more often. Mm-hmm. And those who um, will do things that are against God he turns his his head from them so when the devil gets a hold of that person unless that person openly admits his or her guilt and asks for forgiveness and have God come into their hearts and things like that uh, he, he will still listen to her prayers but he's not going to reward the bad with anything good that's true you know it's just like at your job if you come in late all the time or you miss work or whatever the situation is your employer is not going to say hmm let's uh pay you anyway because we know that you wanted to come in mm-hmm. you know your employer is just going to say well you didn't come in so you don't get paid right so you're not going to reward bad behavior but you will reward good behavior and i think that's what Uh, the audience needs to learn about God in reference to why God allows things to get on. Mm -hmm. It's not because he's allowing it. It's just that he will not reward bad behavior. And not only that, you got to remember there are consequences behind your decisions. So sometimes because of what you do, because of what you, the actions you perform, there's a consequence. If you're in the wrong place at the wrong time, maybe you know you shouldn't be in a certain place, but you go anyway. God is not going to hinder you. God is not. God does allow us to make decisions, but because that's what he's, he's, that's the kind of God he is. Now, remember, he sees all things. The eyes of the Lord are in every place. So baby, for example, not that it necessarily would apply to you or I, but you can do something that's bad. I may not ever see it. But what matters is that God see it. Mm-hmm. So the the I and he may not like what you did, but that's well, what you did and your consequence is between you and God. Mm-hmm. You go somewhere else. You go. So, I'm just saying you if I let me use myself. If I go somewhere that I shouldn't go mm-hmm. and something happened, I get shot or something like that. I made that decision. 
I may, maybe God told me not to go. And I decided I was going to go anyway. Mm-hmm. Something happened to me. And that's really not God's fault. See, it's easy for us to look and make, put the blame on somebody because we lost a loved one. Mm-hmm. Um, that's normal, matter of fact, because we'll say, well, why did, if God loves me so much, why did he allow my son to get shot? He didn't tell your son to go where he went. Mm-hmm. That was and a decision. And sometimes people need to listen to the word of God because um, just like I said in church mm-hmm. there's been times that I've heard the voice of the Lord says you know don't go there or you don't belong there and there's other times I heard the voice of, of the Lord in reference to how Elaine and I got together you better mm-hmm. see that woman before you might not have another chance mm-hmm. it's up to us as humans because we learn mm-hmm. unlike animals animals live off of instinct they, they do things instinctively according to what type of animal that they are. Mm-hmm. But humans, we have the, cap- the capability of learning things. So it depends on if you want to use your brain to learn and know, hey, I'm not supposed to go in over there because they're fighting. You know, mm-hmm. everybody who fights don't mean that you have to break it up. Right, that's true. And then again, as we get into it, you'll also hear that we are hated by and, and on the other side, there's people that will hate and reject us because we are people of God. So the, I don't want to get it twisted. We're starting off with how God hates. And now that we've reached that point where we expounded and recapped on what the message was about, let us also remember that when others reject or hate you, it's the difference between God's hate for sin and then people just hating you because you serve God. So I, what I'm trying to do is eliminate the confusion about uh, hatred. Because some people will hate you uh, for no reason. And that is something God says. That's not the type of hatred God has uh, for people. He just hates the sin in people. But people will hate you for no reason because they hated Jesus so if you are a Christian and you are a mature Christian if you're like me I know everybody doesn't like me and it's okay that's the way that I am it's okay if you don't like me because um, when I think about it if, if we if we stop being biased even in ourselves we may not ever say but well, we don't like everybody I can't say I hate but I'm just saying, as far as like, do do I like everybody? No, I don't. There's some people I absolutely don't like, but they'll never know it because I don't say it and I don't show it. I simply understand that just like I don't like everybody, everybody don't like me. And that's okay. That's what I meant. So now we're going to go into some scriptures. And these scriptures are really based on two things. It talks about why God rejects sin. And then it turns around and tells us why we are rejected in Christ, which is like I said, I don't want to throw it out and get you confused. We did start off about how God, why God hated. God simply just hates sin. He doesn't hate mm-hmm. the person. Like God does not hate you. But I tell you what, if I, even as a Christian, if I go out and start sinning or do something, that's why we ought to repent and turn. It, but if 
that's different now they the world will hate you or when people hate you sometimes it's for no reason you've done nothing so it's okay for them to do that because we know they did it to Christ Jesus and the prophets before you. There's a scripture for that too. So we're going to dive right into those scriptures and we're going to start with Luke 6 and 22. Can you read that, babe? Mm, sure. Well, since we dive into this, I get my swimsuit. <laughs> yes, go right ahead. It's very cold outside. Yeah, I'm just. Right. <laughs> okay, for um, all the listeners out there, as you may know, anytime I read a scripture, it is from the King James Version. Okay, so with Luke chapter 6, verse 22, blessed are ye when men shall hate you and when they shall separate you from their company and shall reproach you and cast out your name as evil for the son of man's sake. And there you go. So that's kind of like what I was saying is that. Make it no surprise if now I'm sure, like I mentioned in in when I talked about it at the actual service, I said that uh, when people do like me, I still give God the credit. I think it's just favor with man because of God, and that's the way we should all think think because like this scripture says we are not to be surprised if someone says oh i don't like you you know what i mean um i'm to some people it may bother them more than others but i think we ought to ask god when you read this scripture baby we should never let it bother you i'm gonna take a step further too if someone is hating you then you know you're doing something good that's right because if people don't hate you then you're not doing anything good. And please don't don't take that out of context. Mm-hmm. Take it into the context of when you're doing bad, the devil's not going to approach you because you're already doing bad. Mm-hmm. When you're doing something good, the devil's going to approach you to tempt you into doing things where God may not like you because of sin. But it's like Lane said, it's the sin is not the person. And you got to be careful of, of trying to be accepted by the world. I mean, everybody wants to be a part of something, but for me, I'd rather be a loner by myself and and following Christ than to be try to be a part of a group who could just be down, right down evil or in sin or doing something they shouldn't do. Even though you're born into this world, we are not of this world. There you hey, go. Hey, find that scripture. Find that scripture. Email the show. I'll have a special gift for you. Amen. Okay, let's go on to the, let's go down to John. We're going to go to, just give on down to John. Yes. Um, I'm going to go to John 3 and 20. Okay, 320 states, For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light lest his deeds should be reproved. So, so a lot of people will reject you because you actually expose them. Mm-hmm. When we live for Christ, we're a light. And so that's another reason why the world might reject the God in you is because they have something to hide. They don't want nobody to see that they doing this or that. They don't want nobody to see that they're stealing. They don't want nobody to see that they're committing adultery. They don't want nobody to see they want to keep it in the dark 
But so when you come around and you get all these gifts of the spirit, it's like a light shining on people and you're their truth and they don't want to live the truth. They don't want to know the truth. But sometimes have you ever noticed too that some people will stay around you, but yet they don't know why, but they mm-hmm. still dislike you, but they still want to be around you mm-hmm. and they don't know why. Wow, that's true. That's That can be quite a challenge and quite interesting. Mary, Mary, God in me. Listen to that song. <laughs> true. Okay, go to the next one. Ephesians 5 and 29. What does that say? For no man ever, for no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourisheth and cherisheth it, even as the Lord even as the Lord, the church. Okay, well, you know, we love our old man. The old man does not want to die. It resists. Um, and and when it when you don't want to die, when you want to when you want something to live, you do everything you can to to avoid uh, what's killing it. So the word, the spiritual half, and the word of God is actually described as a sword. Because it cuts away all of the Adam nature. When you want to change, only God can change. When you want somebody else to change, you can't. Because only God can change other people. So, and sometimes when we don't want to, our flesh don't want to change, it becomes a battle. But also you want to understand too that you don't want to hate your flesh. Now, the context of hating flesh in the Bible is different than what how we will say it because don't forget Jesus spoke in parables to his disciples so when he says do not hate your flesh it means do not cut your body do not do things to your body do not partake in drugs and other paraphernalia that is to damage your body because when you damage your body you're also damaging God and the way how you're damaging God it's because we are all members of, of of him because his spirit resides within us. Which is one reason why the topic is, I, I made the topic, topic, God rejects. Because rejection is hatred. And the reason I chose to use rejection is because to me, hatred can be can be mistakenly taken so many different ways. And it's such a harsh word so instead of using no uh, rejection slash hatred i went on ahead and just stuck with hatred because people get that mm-hmm. people get i think people take more to the word rejection than they do hate mm-hmm. so and that's why i use that and thank you for explaining that to us uh about that word hatred and you don't want to take it out of content like you said right, right but it is to when you reject yourself or hate yourself you tend to hurt yourself you tend to be suicidal and different things like that. So it's not good to be that way. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. So let's go down to the last one before we get to the good part, which is like the prayer part. First, yes. is it First John? Yes, First John three. Did 13. we did we read Ephesians? Yes, we did. Okay, go ahead. That's one about the hating the flesh. Okay. Yep. So we're on First John three thirteen. Marvel not, my brethren, if the world hates you. And so, that's a good one right there. Uh, go down and read number 14. It says, go ahead. In 14, we know that we have passed from death 
unto life because we love the brethren. He that love that loveth not his brother abideth in death. Okay, now we're going to go back up to 13 where it says, Marvel not, my brother, if the world hate you. So even God, that's just what we just talked about earlier. Don't be moved when someone doesn't like or rejects you. Um, they don't accept you. I am glad that the world don't accept me because I don't, not that, not that I don't, when I say I don't care, it lets me know, let me, I do care. It lets me know where I stand in Christ. Mm-hmm. And once you trust God and love God more than you love the things of this world anyway, that's normal to me. They're not supposed to. And when, that's why I said, when they do say positive things to me or say, oh, I really like you. It is really, I believe and know it is the God in me that they see. Like you said, something about you. I could just stay around you. Mm-hmm. They're seeing something inside of you that they are attracted to. They just don't know what it is yet. Mm-hmm. So that's that's in a, the answer um, to what you were talking about. So at this time, baby, do you have anything you want to add on to that before we close up in prayer? Yes, I'm just going to um, just run down the scriptures. Okay, just yes. run down scriptures real quick. Let's do that. Okay, um, Luke chapter 6, verse 22. Also Luke 14, uh, chapter 14, verse 26. John chapter 3, verse 20. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 29. 1 John chapter 3, verses 13 and 14. Matthew chapter 5, verse 44, and Matthew chapter 6, verse 24. And I just encourage you all to take the time out on a daily basis to just really uh, meditate on some of these scriptures, if not all of them, Mm -hmm. um, and just learn more on your own. Learn to hear God's voice for yourself and, and ask him to to just wash you and cleanse us we all have to repent and say lord in turn it it would make sense to repent and not turn Mm -hmm. so you got to do them both together if you're going to repent you got to turn if you're going to turn you definitely got to you got to repent first you know so just remember that and god bless you so what we're going to do now we're going to close up in prayer baby and um we thank god for all of the listeners And let us pray at this time. Father, we just come before you thanking you for another day that you have made, God. Lord, we ask that you would touch each and every listener, God, each and every person tuning in. And Father, we ask that you would touch their lives. And Lord, we ask you, Lord, to strengthen us all, Lord, to just turn away from the the sin that you reject. And Father, so that we can live in unity and peace and be blessed and walk in the positive things that you have to offer for us. And Father, we thank you, Lord. And we even forgive those, God, that you said will reject us because we're, we're, we're trying to do what you ask. That we're not in sin. That we're not doing the things that, that you think are not right. So, Father, we, we accept your word in our life and in our heart, your lifestyle. Lord, help us and strengthen us to just follow you, even when others reject us because we don't do the sin that you said you would reject. 
So, Father, we just thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your love and kindness. We thank you for all of your mercies that are new every morning. We thank you for all of your healing and your healings. In the name of Jesus, I pray. And this has just been awesome. Once again, we would like to just thank all of the listeners and all of the people that tuned in to hear Highway to Heaven podcast. Once again, this is your co-host, Elaine Murphy and Brian Crump. And Brian Crump. God bless you all. We thank you for tuning in. You be blessed. God bless you and goodbye.